Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. Shance and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Godzilla edition. My name is Michael Schantz. I am from the How Dare You Awards. With me, America's treasure, <laughs> La- <laughs> Lady Chu. Hi, Chu. Hi. I don't know if about America's treasure, but I'll take Fucking it. Fucking A, you're America's treasure. <laughs> the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. But given the state of America, I don't know if that's so much of, as a compliment. Ooh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, we're recording this, you know, I guess it's important to say, uh, you know, we're, it's, uh, What's today? it's like the first week and a half of October. It's like October 9th or. Yeah. So, I mean, we're less than a month away from the election. This will probably uh, drop after the election. So. So when you hear this Godzilla podcast, listeners, you'll either be loving your life or hating your life. <laughs> That's a fair statement. Almost as much as I suspect Chu might have loved or hated watching this movie. I, I'm going to go with hate. Oh, God. <laughs> I did not enjoy this at all. <laughs> I had Had you seen this movie before? No. I always go in blind to our movies, so I don't do I don't look anything up. I Right. I didn't know that Matthew Broderick was in it. Um I didn't know anything about the movie. I've never seen a Godzilla movie ever. I didn't know anything about Godzilla. Except that he's like a giant dinosaur lizard thing. So you hadn't seen any of the original Japanese movies? No. You haven't seen the recent ones, the recent incarnations? The No. Okay. No. I mean... Wow. I, I just feel like it's a cross between Jurassic Park and a pile of trash. And I figure just start, just like stick with <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's good. Leave it alone. You don't need to meld the two. It's fine. I mean, Godzilla's been around longer than Jurassic Park, but... Hate it. Considering that (laughs) Jurassic (laughs) Park... Hated it. (laughs) But considering, you know, that that Jurassic Park started in 1993, this movie came out in 1998. So, you know, it it did have that feeling of, let's ride those coattails. Yeah. And... This is, you know, so Godzilla 1998. This is directed by Roland Emmerich, Lady Chu. Do you know who that is? You know that I don't. Okay, well, you know, I just thought I'd take a shot <laughs> yeah. in the dark. I might I surprise thought maybe, you sometimes. Yeah, you, every once in a while, you, you know, the sun shines on a dog's ass every <laughs> once in a while, Chu. All right? Broken clock, right twice a day. <laughs> but he directed movies like Independence Day. The Day After Tomorrow, 10,000 B.C., Stargate. Okay, so he's, either this is his thing or he's been typecast into directing these types of movies. Yeah, I think you kind of have, I think you just hit the nail on the head. He's typecast for these type of movies. The most recent one is, uh, he did Midway. Ugh. 
<laughs> we already know what I feel about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all making sense. I remember getting a text from you when you said, have you seen this Midway movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I, again, I like to go into a movie blind. So Midway, obviously we live in San Diego. I'm thinking it has something to do with the ship and the harbor. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. That is not yeah. what that is at all. <laughs> you need to brush up on your World War II, The Jill. whole time, I'm looking for the ship. I'm like, where the fuck is this boat? No. Oh, that's great. That's not, that, that's not what that is. I'm the happiest I've ever been hearing that story. <laughs> like, God, so dumb. Doesn't take much, I guess. Nope. So, well, let, you know, here's the, here the, like, first of all, Big ass budget budget for this movie. $130 million for the budget. It barely made its money back in the USA. $136 million. It did make $379 million cumulatively worldwide, but it was still considered like one of the biggest flops ever. I mean, there were planned sequels. All of them were dropped after it came out because everybody felt this movie was going nowhere. This movie, what I remember, by the way, you know, Christmas Eve night, 1997, about less than five minutes before midnight, major broadcasts cut and went to a commercial for Godzilla. Oh. They went, they bought, they paid... I don't even know how much money to get on the air a few minutes before midnight and the ball, the commercial is like the ball coming down and then you see a terrible CGI tail <laughs> come across the screen and it hits the ball off and it lands in the crowd. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually kind of impressed by the effort, but. <laughs> but it was all for naught. It was. Yeah, that was trash. Well, wh how long is your list of grievances? Uh, let me count real fast. <laughs> okay, so probably fifteen, and that's pretty generous. I mean, and I mean, in the fact that I could have had way more. Um, oh yeah, because I have mine. Mine's like thirty deep. Yeah, my. I was just wanted the movie to be over. So writing notes on it seemed like it was just taking right. more of my life. Um, I only had one positive remark. Really? Yep. That's it. I have like maybe 10, but a lot of them have really, a lot of them are just questions. Like one positive point <laughs> I put down, I noticed a soldier with a rainbow patch on his sleeve. And I put, I just put a positive point, rainbow soldier, question mark, supporting <laughs> gay, is the army supporting gay rights in this movie? That's nice. Not in 98, they weren't. I know, right? So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, I just had no idea why that was there. And I thought, all right, I'll give it, I'll give it to you, Godzilla. <laughs> um, but my, go ahead. My, my only, uh, the only thing I liked about it. Is that it had... That it ended? Well, yeah, that. 
and um, Hank Azaria. Azaria. Hank Azaria. Hank yeah. Azaria. Yeah, I like him. Well, that come on. It. That's all what I got. about Matthew Broderick? He's fine, but like this isn't his. He doesn't need to be in this movie. Sorry, Matthew. Jean Renault. Jean Renault, the French guy. He's fucking great. I like. I like him. All right. Thank you. Yeah. No, he's cool. Because those are my three biggest positive points. It's like, I like Broderick. I like Jean Reno. I like Hank Azaria. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this, too, on my list of grievances. I wrote down blonde girl, bad actor, I think three separate times. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she wasn't good. And I've never seen oh. her in a movie ever, which doesn't say much because I haven't seen that much. But Never seen her before or since. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea who she was. No fucking clue. Didn't like her. I was rooting at some point for the baby Zillas to eat her. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay if she died. Spoiler alert, she didn't. Which was disappointing. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she didn't <laughs> die. <laughs> That's a great spoiler. Yeah. It's reverse. Somebody lived. <laughs> she, she, she didn't die. <laughs> I mean, at some point, at some point in the movie, I think it was probably two, a third of the way through. I'm rooting for Godzilla. I just want it. I just want Godzilla to go on a huge, munchy rampage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want Godzilla to go on a munchy rampage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let me tell you the story of my seeing this movie. I went to this movie at the Irvine Spectrum with a bunch of college friends. This movie was like, like I said, the one of the first times you saw commercials for it was on New Year's Eve in 1997. And... I don't remember. I want to say it was released in June, but I don't know. You know, but it was, you know, it was a while. You had to wait months and months and months, of course. And we had we had to get there super early. Me and my friend Scott, who we called the mascot because he passed out drunk in front of an apartment one day. Like he was our mascot. (laughs) We went and stood in line for everybody and we started taking turns One person would stay in line. One person would go to a restaurant with a bar and get a drink and then slam that drink and then go back to line. And the other person would replace them. And then other people started meeting us and we're like, guess what we're doing? Drinking heavily. So you guys go to get the drinks and we'll wait here. And then we kept switching. And we were all just blotto when we went in to see Godzilla. So much so that I remember us all kind of enjoying the movie the first time. Uh, a guy, Robin, came out and he said, I got to tell you, for a big giant lizard cruising the streets of New York eating people, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, when I, you know, it comes out on DVD or whatever, you see it again and you see it that second time, you're like, Jesus, this movie is fucking awful. <laughs> Just a, like a pile of hot trash. So you would not want to see this movie again, even with, uh, you know, creating some kind of fun drinking game or it has no value? Nope. I would pay not to see it. I'd pay not to see it. How much? 
50 bucks. That's how much I just Wow. I that's a fair like amount it. of money. Yeah. It is. That's yeah. a that's a a really decent dinner for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there Everything about this was just uh, what? But what? What did you think of the big artsy credit opening scene? Oh, I'm glad we brought that up because that was the first thing I made note of. <laughs> it was like, I wasn't intrigued. It didn't grab me at all. I was like, oh, this is going to, this is like fucking snooze My fest. note. Which I knew. No, but, you go ahead. I knew it wasn't going to be a snooze fest. I mean, that's debatable now, but <laughs> I, it just wasn't like, you know, you get the, you get the impression like, okay, so this lizard's been radiated mm -hmm. like the fuck. And, and then it turns out to be like 50 years old. Cause you know, you do the math and you're like, okay, so I just started writing Zilla instead of Godzilla. Yeah. I named him. Sounds cute. Yeah. So Zilla's 50, five zero. <laughs> And radiated. I mean, why doesn't he have, like, extra arms? Like, how did he become, like, super lizard and not, like, eh, this lizard's got, like, six I don't think limbs. you want to go down the road of science in question. You're right. I don't, <laughs> in questioning I don't this movie. We'll go down a rabbit hole we'll never get out of. <laughs> you know, there's so much funny shit about this movie. You know, for starters... They, oh man, you hear that? Garbage truck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounded like know. your house if someone was <laughs> Somebody's your trying house. to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll try and edit that out, maybe. But, yeah. so one of the biggest mistakes the filmmakers made in this movie was they did not want anybody not a single soul to know what Godzilla looked like because they took some liberties. Like Godzilla does not look like Godzilla normally looks in this movie. Right. And in, in order, like, so the company I believe is called Toho that kind of owns the rights to Godzilla, you know, and they gave the filmmakers a 75 page. Don't fuck with this dossier about everything Godzilla-related, about what you can and can't do with Godzilla. Wow. Including some <laughs> including some rules that are Godzilla cannot eat people, can only eat fish, must have a certain number of, of dorsal spikes on, the on his back, has to have three toes, can only have four fingers, can't look silly, can't die. So clearly the filmmakers said, fuck all of that. <laughs> we're going to ignore all of it. And they were so paranoid about people knowing what Godzilla would look like that they wouldn't let anybody look like. And they even sent out like fake pictures to possible people. You know, companies to for companies to to sponsor, and one of them was Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, 
and fruit. They, basically, they let out these fake pictures to sponsors to to fake them out to see who would actually hold our secrets. And Fruit of the Loom didn't and leaked the pictures, so they nixed their deal with Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> I think that's, that's kind of funny. It's a good little trick. All in an effort to disguise the worst-looking Godzilla there's ever been. CGI. Ugh. Not what I expected at all. Like, I'd seen... I'd seen Godzilla. I mean, I I knew that much. I knew what he was supposed to look like, but mm-hmm. this was something different. Yeah. I don't know what that was. That was like T-Rex, but gigantic. I don't know. It it certainly felt like they were trying to wiggle into the Jurassic Park yeah. hole, didn't it? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> Just go back to regular yeah. Zilla. Yeah. Well, I hate. <laughs> you just want to reiterate that you hate it. I was so mad at you the whole time I watched it, <laughs> and I watched the movies. Uh, the you know I watched two movies back to back, and Ethan was like, "Wow, you uh you really got some winners here." <laughs> I was like, "Fucking." Fuck my life. Like, I just, uh. They're good choices, though. They were solid. How dare you? I mean, they belong there, don't they? Oh, yeah. They don't belong anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) So let me tell you that the, the 1998 Godzilla was nominated for two... Uh, actual How Dare You Awards. It won Biggest Disappointment. So it beat our previous episode. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It beat our previous episode, Armageddon. Uh, Oh, do you? I was going to ask. This is is worse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is worse because there were so many other people in Armageddon that I enjoyed. Okay. Um, and there was just like no, there was little to no redeemable Mm -hmm. moments in Godzilla. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it beat out, uh, it, it beat out Armageddon. It also, it was nominated. Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of our next movie. It was not nominated for most ridiculous concept. All right. No, yeah, it was just biggest disappointment. <laughs> Only that. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but boy, did it earn it. Oh my god, with flying yeah, colors. Absolutely. Well, okay, so it it took home the biggest disappointment how dare you award for 1998. It was Originally supposed to be directed by Jan DeBont, who I know you don't know, <laughs> but he did Twister. Have you seen Twister? I love Twister. That's a good So movie. he wanted to do this movie with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. And he ended up doing Twister instead with them. And That's good. That, that I'm, a... I'm, I'm a happy man for it. Yeah. Because like you, 
I'm fully on board the fucking Twister train. It's so good. I love that movie. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for, you know, we're going to go to a commercial. We know where this movie stands with Lady Chu. (laughs) We know where this (laughs) this movie stands within the scope of the How Dare You Awards. We know, I think, where I stand. If I was drunk on that first night, I thought, hey, not bad, lizard. But after that, I thought, oh, Jesus Christ. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into more of this shitty, shitty movie. All right. Right after this. I like to think I know something about beer. But nowadays, even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day, you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need. The Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer. And we're back. Chu and I are here talking about the 1998 film Godzilla. Uh, Chu, let me ask you, did you catch any of the Jaws references at the beginning of this movie since we just watched that movie? Yeah, he said somebody had said something about needing bigger guns Uh huh. when they first saw Godzilla. How about with the three boats? Oh, that was cool. Kind of dragging them like yeah. the, the barrels, you know? That was good. All right. Not I'll bad. I'll give it to him. All right. I was just curious. Yeah. So not near as good as Jaws, so don't even fucking try. But I appreciate the uh, oh no, yeah, the nod. So did this movie in any way make you uncomfortable with? There was a you know, there was like a lot of misogynistic shit. There's a lot of. I, I got very uneasy when we start filming these Asian boats. I was I, I was like a USA film on an Asian boat. That's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I just didn't trust them at all, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, that was weird. I kind of. Hank Azaria and his wife make me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Their relationship was odd to say the yeah, least. Yeah, he's talking about threesomes and yeah. you know he's i mean maybe they were just comfortable with each other so uh, yeah but was, it just felt yeah. more like a product of its time yeah the you know it's a 90s movie where everything's up for fair game we can make fun of asians even the the blonde girl says at one point 
that they're pronouncing Godzilla wrong. She says, oh, and it's Godzilla, you stupid ass, or something like that. And I was like, oh, for I saw sake. that, too. I didn't know. I I was so confused by that comment. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, it's all just. It was bizarre and unnecessary. Making fun of, of, of an Asian person trying to speak with an American. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, you know. Yeah, trying oh, to put man. L's and it comes out, you know. Yeah, there's stuff like they're, you know, I think she calls her husband a crazy wop. That's what that was. You hear somebody say, yeah, like, come back, you retard. I'm like, fuck, man, this movie is offensive. Just a a blueprint for (laughs) for every every way we were upsetting people and triggering people (laughs) in the late 90s. Um, Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, those things. And then. Uh, you know, her boss, the, the journalist, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. is like a total slime ball. And that's a shame too, because that's Harry Shearer, who's just, do you know who Harry Shearer is? You know, I don't. No? Damn it. But I mean, he's, he's a voice on the Simpsons. He was in Spinal Tap. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Have you seen Spinal Tap? Do you even know what I'm talking about when I say spinal tap? I've heard of spinal tap, but I couldn't, I couldn't like point out the movie cover, like the movie poster for you. Oh, uh, we might have a teachable, a teachable moment. moment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Noted. Spinal tap. It's fantastic. Yeah. Write it down. I have a grievance, Chew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I once at the Greek saw... Because they, it's a movie, it's a mockumentary, so it's a film crew filming a band, but the band is Spinal Tap. Okay. And Harry Shearer's in the band with Michael McKean, and I mean, it's just, it's fucking great, okay. right? But they used to actually play shows as Spinal Tap, and then they made a movie called, well, actually... Uh, Christopher Guest, who was also in the band, he he directed a movie called A Mighty Wind, which was about a folks, like a folk band. So I saw them at the Greek open for themselves. We went to go see Spinal Tap, but they opened for themselves as A Mighty Wind. Wow. It's awesome. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, I like I just want to say that Harry Shearer has to play this smarmy dick of a man. Yeah. And his talents are just being wasted on this movie. You know, it's just a goddamn shame. Yeah. Do you know who Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert are? Um No. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to make you think like maybe I had an idea. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're batting 0 for 3 or 4 or something. Yeah. I, you know, I'd like to call it a grievance, but I don't think that would be, I think that would be unfair to you. They are, they are movie reviewers and they used to have oh, yeah. a t- television show, Siskel and Ebert. I don't remember Siskel. Ebert and... Well, he, yeah. so he th- Didn't he have another partner? Yeah, th- there was Roper. Yeah. But that was the person who who took over after Gene Siskel died. Okay. 
And so they, and they're the thumbs up guys, thumbs up or thumbs down. So did you notice that the mayor and the mayor's chief of staff are basically Siskel and Ebert? Nope. Because one's actually called, like he's called Mayor Ebert. And then his his partner, he keeps calling Gene the whole movie. I wouldn't have got that. This is what counted as clever for this movie. Well, it went right over my head, so I don't know whose fault that is, mine or theirs. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. So that's the thing about this movie is, you know, if you didn't grow up when I did, growing up watching that that show, Siskel and Ebert, so you don't have a frame of reference. So that means that this movie is time-stamped and... You know, it, it it's just a when you when you have something that even if it's iconic, if it's such a product of that time, your movie can only live for two years before yeah. people don't understand what's going on. You know what I mean? So that's another reason this movie's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that bothered me <clears throat> about this movie was one of the many things, is that I feel like they were constantly changing how proportionally large Godzilla was in relation to the city. Like, when he was out on the streets, he's, he's like, the same. But somehow he's able to hide underground in the sewers, in the infrastructure of the city, and be hidden. He's as tall as a building. Mm-hmm. I just don't... It just didn't make any sense. And if you have something that gigantic roaming around underneath these huge buildings, creating not small tunnels, how are things not caving Mm -hmm. in? Right, right, right. I was very upset about it. Didn't like it. How how, How do they lose them? You got helicopters. What are you talking about? Go above a building and look for them. If he does burrow, that's when they they lose him, I guess. But I don't know. That's the problem with this movie, too, is that there are moments where you're looking at computer screens where, you know, where like there's a kind of an X marks the spot kind of thing. And it's moving around and they're saying that that's Godzilla. But, you know, it doesn't work underground. How? Well, and how's it working? You know, are there satellites? What, what? How are you tracking this thing? Because you're telling us when it's above ground, you got no problems. When it's below ground, hey, no, we got we're useless now. <laughs> Too bad. It just wasn't consistent <laughs> like, at all. I'm fascinated by just just you know, hearing your take on it. Because having lived through Godzilla, like having lived through everybody, like, there, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who wasn't excited to see this movie when it came out. And then it came out and everybody was like, what? <laughs> what was that? The oh, fuck? no. Um, I just, you know, if you're going to make a monster movie like that, abide by some, like, physics Mm -hmm. aside from the fact that the monster exists okay i just i can get behind you say the monster exists 
fine. Okay, I accept it. But abide by physics, and I'm thinking if that huge ass thing burrows a tunnel underneath a huge skyscraper, maybe the ground's gonna cave a little bit. I don't know. Yes, there might be some structural problems. <laughs> and I want to know. I'm sure there's a, probably an answer out there on the internet. But I want to know in cinematic history how many times has New York, specifically New York City, just been beat to shit? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Somebody comes up with a monster movie, an alien movie, some sort of, you know, catastrophe, and they're like, hey, let's do this in New York. Why? Yeah. Well, you know what's also interesting to me is because they're because of COVID, they're saying New York's never going to come back. It'll never be what it was. And I keep thinking, have you not seen any movie ever? Fucking, yeah, right. <laughs> New York stands as one when they need to. <laughs> New York's going to be fine, motherfucker. <laughs> New York took on Godzilla and they won. With the help of a suspension bridge. <laughs> That's right. I almost forgot about that. You can't stop them. <sighs> but but the other thing that really bothers me in this movie is the like the clear you know when when the when Godzilla's kind of weaving in and out of buildings going around corners and choppers are chasing him. And, I mean, it just clearly isn't... Yeah. It's all CGI, and it all just looks shitty, and it like, just, Like, he needed you know... to be running into more shit. Right, yeah. See? It's not proportional on how big he is. Right. And I have, like, at least three notes over and over and over again where I just kept saying, indiscriminate chopper fire. You're firing into buildings. <laughs> <laughs> people live there assholes i that was actually one of my notes as well uh something about i'm like military is blowing up their own city doing more damage than zilla question mark yeah <laughs> exactly fuck like well and let me ask you about the two biggest military guys what'd you think of who i'm calling sergeant bad actor and Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Kevin Dunn is the military guy in charge. Right. And Sergeant Bad Actor is that blonde guy who, God bless him, just trying his best, is trying to inject comedy into this movie by playing... A person in the military who you just, I keep, because th he, he's playing him as dumb. Yeah. And I just keep thinking, I don't want this guy in charge. <laughs> he's dumb. D-U-M, dumb. I don't, yeah, I don't need him in charge of other soldiers. <laughs> like when Matthew Broderick keeps going over to manhole covers, because he's cluing in that the... That Godzilla is is moving underground. Yeah. And he just stands up at one point and he's like, what's he doing? I thought, he's checking underground, dumb fuck. 
It was... Isn't it obvious? He's telling people to lift up manhole covers, and he's looking inside them. What would you deduce from that? It was just painful. Oh, man. Also, another problem with um, having consistency on how large uh, Godzilla is. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about... um, the geography of New York City. I'm assuming the body of water that Godzilla was swimming in was the Hudson, but I can't be sure. Um, right. How deep is the Hudson? We've got a monster, a big radiated right. ass lizard who's very, very tall. But then in the water scenes, he's swimming freely. He's like, he's got a lot of room up until the surface. He's not that close to the bottom. How deep is the Hudson? I don't know. It might be deep enough, actually. Plus, I guess he's going horizontal. But, I mean, it's deep enough for Sully to land on it. Or did he land somewhere else? I don't know. (laughs) Sully Sullenberger could land his plane on that shit. Yeah. But I but I get what you're saying, you know. Just didn't make any sense. Just keep it consistent. How big is he? Well, and that's the thing is because it's like sometimes you're dealing with models and then you're dealing with CGI. And I mean, one of the most hysterical scenes to me is when Godzilla pops out of the garden. <laughs> yeah. After we kill all the babies. That's <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was kind of sad about the babies. I was really hoping that they would just run rampant through the city, killing everybody. <laughs> I was real sad when you thought Godzilla died. I was like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And then lo and behold, you have like 200 plus babies. And you're like, let's fuck this up. Get them. Well, that was, you know, because they have this huge Godzilla's dead fake out. And then it turns out Godzilla's not dead. But they have an establishing shot after the torpedo hits. Like the torpedo hitting makes it look, oh, I don't know. Did it get it or yeah. not? Did it did did he start burrowing another hole or did he, you know? <laughs> and then they have this shot of Godzilla tumbling down in the yeah. water. So riddle me that. I can only assume that Godzilla is much smarter than we all think he is, obviously. And oh, you that, know, it yeah. took I don't know. There was some serious brain development with that radiation, so. Yeah, Godzilla's working on a different different level, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Getting no credit, Godzilla. (laughs) It's fucking bullshit. Um, I don't even know where else to go. It was just so, it's a mess. Yeah, it's a sloppy movie. I tell you what. I think let's take another break and then we when we come back we'll delve deeper into baby zillas. Okay. I got comments on Cause this. Cuz I I yeah, I figured <laughs> 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 I figured if anything you would have something to say about the baby zillas. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this everybody and we'll finish out Godzilla.
Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out To A T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. To A T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. Chu and I are here, of course, talking about the 1998 Godzilla directed by Roland Emmerich. We discovered during our break, Chu, 203 feet, the Hudson. Yeah. So what do you think? I'm thinking uh, Godzilla's not as tall as you think he is, or they fudged on how deep the river is in the movie. They made it seem like there were, yeah, they made it seem like there was like a hundred... Hundreds of feet below and above him. Yeah, I mean, and, and he took out a, a submarine, so there was room to do all of that, but not a lot of action up on the surface. So. Yeah, if it's only 200 feet. I just don't think 200 feet is, is as high as we think it is. Is that where a submarine would go? <laughs> would a submarine just be cruising? No, it would go way further than... Uh, 200 feet. No, it's it's wrong. It's all fucking wrong. Maybe that's periscope depth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about submarines, but I know something's not okay. We are the two people that should not be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, all I right. was impressed you threw out periscope. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Not bad, right? That's pretty good. Oh, I've seen Hunt for Red October. I've seen that. Yeah? Yeah. Oh man, I was Look gonna. Look at me go. I was gonna have a grievance. That was good. That was a good movie. We definitely were gonna watch that if you hadn't seen that fucking movie. No, that's a good one. I've seen it a few times actually. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, you're pleasing me today, Chew. Congratulations. <laughs> go me. <laughs> so let's talk about. I mean, we've talked. You know. So. For basically. What happens in this movie is we start off, where do we start off? The Pacific Islands? Yeah. Polynesia so somewhere. Po- yeah, Polynesian Islands or something like that. Godzilla decides, uh, not decides, but I guess is going to have babies. So, <laughs> uh, and, and decides to travel a long ways. Naturally, you want to go to solid granite <laughs> with a city built good. on top of it. Yeah, I'll go there. Sounds nice. He was during what's enough. clearly the rainiest of rainy days. Oh my the God. amount of fucking wet and water in this movie. Holy shit. The Hollywood rain was a little too much. <laughs> like everybody knows Hollywood rain is more intense than it normally is in real life, but Right. At the end of it's the movie. It's not that it right. You it's not even that they can't yeah, it's not that it can't rain like that. It's that 
when it does, it lasts for two minutes to five minutes and then usually stops. Of course, we live in San Diego, so maybe we're full of shit. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should shut the fuck up about what rain's like. Yeah. <laughs> but at any rate, just torrential downpour for New York for Godzilla's visit. He's, you know, crashing into buildings. He's killing helicopters. He's chewing people. He's stepping on people. He's burrowing holes. And then he lays a, hundreds of eggs in Madison Square Garden. And this is a big-ass set piece for this movie. Yeah. Does it work? No. <laughs> I mean, if I was a radiated lizard who had to shit out a gazillion eggs, then I might be like, you know what? The garden sounds like a good place to do it. Yeah. That's a big building. So, yeah, I guess I'll fuck it up in there. Did you notice inside of the garden how many Blockbuster video posters were up on the walls? No. Delightful. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that at all. Perfect fucking metaphor for this movie. Pick a business that dies. <laughs> Just like your movie once it hits somebody's eyes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I fucking rhymed that shit, Chew. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh shit. man. So what I like most though about this entire set piece with the eggs is you okay, first of all, you have your French soldiers led by Jean Renault who take a scientist who are followed by a cameraman and his weather uh, weather person. Well, not his girlfriend, but Matthew Broderick's girlfriend. And they're all in the garden together. And of course, this is the exact moment that the eggs start hatching. But what I like is when one egg hatches, they just sort of ponder and look at it. And, oh, look at that. A creature's crawling out of it. (laughs) Nobody thinks, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, what did they think was going to happen? These eggs are much taller than any human. Yeah. They're large as fuck. And what do you you think was going to come out of there? A fucking unicorn? No. (laughs) A giant lizard the size of a dinosaur. A regular-sized dinosaur. Get the fuck gone. Yeah, bye. I really thought that, uh, what's her name? Audrey? Yeah. The blonde girl. I just call her blonde girl. Bye, girl. Yeah. Bye, girl. (laughs) It's like, get out of here. I really thought that she was going to get eaten. I was like, oh, that is perfect because she's been shitty the whole movie. You know, she lies to Matthew. She steals from him. She sucks. Yeah, like, not, that's the, that's the other thing, too, about this movie. Like, there's so many shitty people in it. <laughs> like, and nobody you know? got any, like, comeuppance. No comeuppance. Ah. Yeah. She was terrible. She's a bad person. She's bad. Stealing his shit. Lying. Just a oh, lion, Cheating whore. Hated And her. then what I like. It was too far. You know, when she tries to explain that, she explains it with, I, I did it. Like, you don't understand. I just did it to get ahead. 
Like, bitch, that's not okay. I did it for career advancement. Like, you know, I guess it was kind of dressed up with the idea of I couldn't stand to let you, for you to know that I was a failure. But I think he knew that already. Yeah. Because you didn't want to marry him. Right. And you're just just bad person. Nah, she sucks. That's the other thing about this movie. Like, have you ever seen two people that shouldn't be together more? Like, the whole time I'm just thinking, Matthew Broderick, I can't even remember your character's name, but buddy, you could do better. Absolutely. I can't remember his You're name a either. nice man. You're a well-meaning man. You're the one trying to save the day, but the army won't fucking listen to you. Yeah. And I feel like he had some sympathy for Godzilla. And I can get behind that. Yeah. You know? Well, he just... He always knew that Godzilla was an animal. Yeah. He's just a good guy. Yeah. He should have been with the redhead, the other scientist. She thought he was cute. Right. Yeah. Vicki Stevens. Yeah. I think I got that name right. I'll believe you. She was on news radio. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great show, Chew. I'm going to make you watch that show since I know you haven't seen it. (laughs) I've maybe seen seen glimpses of it. Okay. Um, so, and, so let's get back to this, you know, it's, it's gotta be a good, that's the other thing about this movie is this movie is over two hours long. It's like two hours and 20 fucking minutes. And I remember thinking, oh man, that's a long time. It was a long time. And, and most, (laughs) (laughs) you have my apologies, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, you know, so much of that is devoted to this. I mean, I don't even know. What is it? Like, it's at least a half hour in the garden, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Right. Which I didn't hate. I didn't hate those scenes. Um, you said there was something you liked in that. You had a positive point for it. Something with Azaria. Oh, they, him and a blonde girl ran into uh, the next locker room and he turns around and he's like, oh, Oh, that's right. And she thinks there's a, a lizard behind her, a baby lizard. And he's like, oh, this is, the, this is where the Knicks get ready for the game. Or this is where the the, lo- the Knicks <laughs> locker room. And I was like, eh, that's right. pretty good. Um, yeah, he was like, if there was a saving grace, and that's maybe even a little too generous, it was Hank. For this, he's funny. For this movie. I like him, yeah. I, but I also think Jean Renault's funny. Yeah, I enjoyed him as well. I there. like that all the French guys are trying to get a decent cup of coffee and trying to get <laughs> yeah. a decent donut or croissant. Yeah. No, no croissant? No, yeah. no, no, no croissant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can we talk about the taxi scene? How is that taxi at the end, how is that still running after everything it's been through? Yeah, but... I, I got to tell you, despite my best effort leaning towards common sense, I kind of like the taxi shit. I, <laughs> it's the one, Yeah, it was fine. It's the one part where I was kind of into the movie on this watching, where I, I was enjoying it, actually. I like that they're in classic New Yorker fashion arguing about where they should go, like <laughs> yeah, what streets what street? they should yeah, take. That was good. That makes me laugh. 
the idea that Godzilla's kind of fumbling and bumbling behind them and they keep driving under his legs. <laughs> He's, yeah. You know. Yeah, the last third I don't know. of the movie well, was not nearly as bad as the rest. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I like the garden but again, scene, taxi scene. It was, it was so long. Too long. And them getting out of the garden was just pure nonsense bullshit. Shooting down the chandeliers. Yeah. You know, he shoots down one chandelier. Like, that's an easy thing to do, first of all. With your Uzi, just... (laughs) (laughs) It crashes. So baby dinosaurs scatter, which I get they scatter at first, but they start walking and they start approaching and he shoots down another one. But come on, one of those baby dinosaurs is going to take a leap of faith and <laughs> yeah, at least kill the girl. That's the least, like, come on, throw me a bone. Yeah. Yeah, the taxi ending up in Godzilla's mouth on the bridge. That's the next thing I was going to ask you. <laughs> Fucking shit. You hated it? I, how, how is the car It's absurd. Running? It's insane. Yeah. Also, Hank... Did say, you know, he's trying to, the, um, Jean Renault is like trying to gas it. And he's like, you're going the wrong way while they're like in the, in Godzilla's right. mouth. That, that, I, a small chuckle. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. get the fuck out of the mouth. Bye. Just make it stop. They could have all and been, then, e- they could have all died. And I'll be like, wow, that's okay. Oh, I'm on board I'm, now, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Matthew Broderick does some dental work with with an electrical wire. How did he not get electrocuted? It's pouring ass rain. That was the thing I kept asking. I was like, man, I would not grab that wire. Hell no. I don't know. I don't know enough about electricity. I I guess did it have a coating on it? It looked like it was kind of insulated, but. I, you oh, know, I, I just it. thought, holy shit, I'm not touching that thing. Broken electrical wire? No. no. I'd rather just get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> and then they shoot Godzilla, and he's sad, and he falls unceremoniously tangled up in the bridge. Yeah. Just... So here's the thing I got to tell you about that scene is that I, I read something that so apparently, I think, you know, he gets caught in the suspension bridge. They missile him to death. And then they were surprised that that test audiences felt bad for Godzilla. I felt bad for him. Me too. I felt sad. It's not his fault he's radiated. Godzilla, yeah, exactly. Not his fault. But I just think it's hysterical that they thought that people would not have feelings for <laughs> for a living creature in air quotes <laughs> but you know what i mean That's like up. just this idea yeah i i just thought it, it was a blind spot for the filmmakers that i find telling about yeah they're a piece of how shit. this movie got made yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like oh you're not all bloodthirsty monsters like us <laughs> <laughs> You don't kill and eat puppies for dinner? Oh, wow. Right, Jeez. yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I'm stabbing a dog currently. <laughs> By the way, if any of, disclaimer, if any of you are doing that, you need to stop it right now. Just Get your shit together, Hollywood producers. Don't, stop it. don't stab puppies for dinner. God. 
Yeah, Godzilla was, he's just doing lizard things, wanting to make a safe home for his babies, <laughs> although he could have picked a better place, so that was his bad. Mm-hmm. But he's just, you know, he's just trying to live his life. Felt bad for him. But one little baby survives. Well, Supposedly. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care to know what happens after that, but. Oh, neither did America. <laughs> yeah. America was like, you could stop making these fucking movies. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Any other positive points for you at all, though? Oh, no. No, none for what me. What about the scene with Joe? Joe's the old man on the docks who's fishing. And, of course, you can see this joke coming a mile away when he's like, I feel like I'm going to catch something big. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. But I did think it looked good, like, when the sort of just the horns of of Godzilla are coming right towards him and then the dock starts exploding and all that shit. I thought that was kind of... That was good. I put it down as a positive point. I liked that. Because there are very few things I like. (laughs) Very few. What about, uh, here's an important question. Did you, did you stay on long enough to listen to the credits? Oh, I, was, yeah, I think we're on the same page. That's funny. Okay. What were you going to say? That was not a fitting song <laughs> at all. Like, that, was, they couldn't, that was my question. They couldn't have picked a, a more, like, and then it didn't match. Okay, it didn't go together. Well, now which song are you talking about, though? Oh well, I the Puff Daddy or the Heroes? I think it was the Heroes, the first one. We could be heroes. Yeah, that I think one. So. That's the first, like the first the, credit song. I think it's the Wallflowers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, no, they could have gone with anything else. They didn't even. They could have probably just done, like a score, and fine. Or just silence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Silence would have been better than silence. whatever the fuck they picked. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. <laughs> well, because there's two, because there's that one, and then there's the sort of I don't even what do, what does he go by now? Is he just Diddy? Or is he Puff Daddy? Is he P Diddy? Well, I don't. I, I am not up. I don't know. On the I, I on think the daddies. He's just Diddy. Okay, Diddy. But he's got his song, which samples Cashmere. The Zeppelin song, kind mm-hmm. of famously from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. That does seem to fit the movie, I think. That song. I didn't... I didn't... know. Did you not make it that long into the credits? No, I didn't make it that long. And I don't need to listen to it because I can tell you that silence would have been better than anything. <laughs> <clears throat> Just shh, silence. Nothing. Hey, wait a second. Have you seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I have. I've seen it once. Okay. I was <clears throat> super excited to watch it the first time because I knew, I was like, oh, this is such like a yeah, cult classic, have you? Mm-hmm. And I watched it. I felt so uncomfortable. I will never watch it again. It made me feel so gross that, who is it? Jennifer Jason Lee mm-hmm. has sex with What's-His-Face. And it's so fucking weird and creepy and he's gross. And I. But it's as awkward as sex is when you're a teenager. That was the whole point. 
True. I think it, it was worse because she didn't know him well enough. He didn't give a shit about her. He was fucking so creeps. It, it changed the whole <laughs> vibe of the movie for me. And I'll never watch it again. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Yep. Man, I'm glad you had seen it because it was going to be a teachable moment. And then you would have said, teach me what, asshole? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean, I get it. There were funny moments in in the movie, but the. Um, Chopped full of funny moments. Yeah. It's a funny fucking movie. Uh, but that's what, like, you know, critics didn't know what to do with that movie when it first came out either, because it is as. As funny as it is, it has something to say beyond that that's kind of poignant about what it's like to be a teenager, specifically at that time, too. Times were different back then, Chu, all right? (laughs) A little more cavalier (laughs) with losing our virginity and whatnot. But but that's off topic. Godzilla, I really don't have anything more to say about this movie. How about you? No, I'm ready to put it to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I take it you would I take it you would not recommend it? No. Why would I want, (laughs) no, why would I want to subject somebody to a terrible two and a half hours? As a punishment? Maybe. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody wronged you? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. The next time, the next time, the next time your husband makes like a shitty dinner or something, be like, you know what we should watch? Let's have you watch Godzilla. (laughs) But I'm going to leave the room, but you speci- you should watch this. I think you I'm going to go like read. <laughs> but I had to watch this for the podcast. You should watch it. It's great. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait till all the all the way to the end. You got you to get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm all done. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's call it a day. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, for Godzilla from 1998. Uh, if you think we're wrong... If you love this movie, let us know. Find us, uh, send us an email. Send us an email to the How Dare You podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. For Lady Chu, I'm Michael Schantz. We'll see you next time. Say bye, Chu. Bye. Bye. Bye.